It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. When most Americans think about presidential duties in and around Thanksgiving, most Americans think of the annual pardoning of the turkey. Uh, I want to go a little different direction today uh, to some things that I think we often miss, uh, and that is the messages that come from our presidents uh, on Thanksgiving. And there have been many, uh, many that are memorable. One that I think has been forgotten that is probably more timely today than ever before was that offered 58 years ago in 1963 by President Lyndon B. Johnson. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So I do want to go back uh, to one of those moments in history that I think helped define and shape the country. A moment where an attack that was meant to tear the country apart only made it stronger. As I mentioned, it was 58 years ago, 1963, when just a week after the assassination of President Kennedy, the newly sworn in President Lyndon B. Johnson gave a much needed speech to the nation. Uh, The day before his Thanksgiving speech, he had addressed the country and appeared before Congress, uh, laying out where they were, the tragedy that had befallen with the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And I want you to think through Uh, what this moment meant uh, for Lyndon B. Johnson and what it meant for the country. And listen closely to some of these lessons that I think are even more important and more pertinent to where we are today. Here's President Johnson. All of us have lived through seven days that none of us will ever forget. We are not given the divine wisdom to answer why this has been. But we are given the human duty of determining what is to be. What is to be for America, for the world, for the cause we lead, for all the hopes that live in our hearts. A great leader is dead. A great nation must move on. Yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win are to lose. I am resolved that we shall win the tomorrows before us. So I ask you to join me in that resolve, determined that from this midnight of tragedy we shall move toward a new American greatness. I can imagine the weight uh, that uh, President Lyndon B. Johnson was feeling, again, not even a week out from the assassination of President Kennedy. But to talk about the fact that yesterday is not ours to recover, tomorrow is ours to win or lose, uh, and that he needed the country to be resolved, to be determined from the midnight of the tragedy of that assassination, we could move forward uh, towards a new American greatness. 
One of the things that President Johnson addressed in his Thanksgiving Day speech and message to the country 58 years ago, he actually talked about the strength of the country and how this test of an assassination of a sitting president uh, was a test. America had passed the test and that it hadn't torn the country apart. But more than these blessings, we know tonight that our system is strong, strong and secure. A deed that was meant to tear us apart has bound us together. Our system has passed. You have passed a great test. Test. You have shown what John F. Kennedy called upon us to show in his proclamation of this Thanksgiving, that decency of purpose, that steadfastness of resolve, and that strength of will which we inherit from our forefathers. What better conveys what is best for America than this? So the country had passed the test, the system The Constitutional Republic had passed a test and that it was an opportunity uh, to take something that was meant to tear us apart as a nation and bound the country together. Uh, I love President Johnson's just very deliberate, very Texas style. Uh, It's a great reminder of uh, orators in our past. Uh, But in this same Thanksgiving speech, which I don't think we go back to nearly enough, I want you to listen closely to this next segment. Because he calls on the nation and declares what our responsibilities are to heal. What each American has a responsibility to do to make our society whole, this could very easily have been delivered this Thanksgiving. Let all who speak and all who teach and all who preach and all who publish and all who broadcast and all who read or listen Let them reflect upon their responsibilities to bind our wounds, to heal our sores, to make our society well and whole for the tasks ahead of us. It is this work that I most want us to do, to banish rancor from our words and malice from our hearts to close down the poison spring of hatred and intolerance and fanaticism, to perfect our unity north and south, east and west, to hasten the day when bias of race, religion, and region is no more, and to bring the day when our great energies and decencies and spirit will be free of the burdens that we have borne too long. There's some powerful phrasing in there that, again, I think could have been just as applicable uh, for a speech delivered on Thanksgiving Day 2021 uh, as it was 58 years ago. Uh, I loved how he said, all who publish, who broadcast, who read or listen, let them reflect on their responsibilities. Each of us have a responsibility to bind up our wounds, heal our sores, and make our society well and whole. Uh, And then he went on to say, and we need to hit this, he said, uh, to banish rancor from our words and malice from our hearts, to close down the poison spring of hatred and intolerance, to perfect our unity, 
to hasten the day when bias of race, religion, and region is no more. Uh, Those are strong words uh, from a president, again, in the wake of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Uh, Those were powerful. And then finally, President Johnson ended his speech by asking Americans to pray and promised the American people he would work for that new American greatness. Let us today renew our dedication to the ideals ideals that are American. Let us pray for his divine wisdom in banishing from our land any injustice or intolerance or oppression to any of our fellow Americans, whatever their opinion, whatever the color of their skins. For God made all of us not some of us, in his image. All of us, not just some of us, are his children. And finally, to you as your president, I ask that you remember your country and remember me each day in your prayers. And I pledge to you the best within me to work for a new American greatness, a new day when peace is more secure, when justice is more universal, when freedom is more strong in every home of all mankind. Thank you and good night. That was President Lyndon Johnson. Thanksgiving, 58 years ago, less than a week after the assassination of John F. Kennedy. I think it is one of the great speeches. And his final call should be the call for all of us. Let us today renew our dedication to the ideals that are American, that each of us pledge that we get to that new day, when peace is more secure, when justice is more universal, when freedom is more strong in every home. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.